headache. I don't often get headaches. So when I do, it's really surprising to me. And I don't know what the cause of it could be. So if I seem a little off, it's just because I have, it's just like a dull headache. I don't know if I waited too long to eat because earlier I was so excited doing all of the things that I didn't eat for a while. Um, actually, also, I was reading some stuff in my school scripting, um, my school homework. You guys know I'm like, I'm almost like, I think a class shy of my MBA. And it was really talking about how people look to change and approach change based on their ability or what they think is possible for them. And so I will probably share that reading with you guys, even if it's not maybe over the weekend, I actually have to finish the reading first so I can understand it better. And then I'll go ahead and share that. We're going to wait one more minute and then we're going to get started. For those of you that are coming in to watch the replay, if you don't know, on August the 26th, oh, hey, somebody's on, so say hi, so I know who you are, because Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, I cannot see who you are until you comment. So anyway, while we're waiting, remember in August, August 26th, I'm having a totally free class to teach you how to protect your energy from negativity. So if you pick up the energy of other people in your life, or if you pick up the energy of certain situations, like when you go out in public and if it doesn't feel quite right, that energy sits with you and it impacts you negatively, then this is the perfect class for you because it's going to teach you how to protect your energy from that type of stuff. But also not only that, I'm also going to teach you how to set proper boundaries so that you are able to protect yourself from picking up on this type of energy. All right. So if you want to attend that class, all you have to do is you can DM me, just reach out to me, or you could text the word mastery to 833-231-4407. And in doing that, I will send you the link for you to sign up for class. I'm going to do one more thing before we get started. And then I'm going to get right into our lesson today. Um, so for those of you that don't know, we are doing these lives now Monday through Thursday because it seemed like on Friday, everyone wanted to kind of um, have their own time, you know, because that's the weekend for a lot of you. Hold on, I just have to type something out. And so with that being said, what we'll be doing is... Um, only doing this Monday through Thursday. If something changes and you guys want me to start doing them again on Friday, we can go ahead and do those. So starting next week, we had a book recommendation from one of you, which was to go over The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Tolle? Tolle? So I have that book over here. I read it many, many years ago. So it'll actually be a good refresher, not only for myself, but also to share with you all. Um, to get the message out of that book. It's a very phenomenal book for you being able to be in the present because in the present is where you are able to create the future and to rewrite the past. And then what we're going to be talking about today is how to keep going when you feel like giving up. So let's get this started. 
just sending out a text reminder for some people because I usually do that and I totally forgot. Okay, so how to keep going when you when you feel like you want to give up, when you feel like you don't want to continue to move forward, when things are a little bit hard. Let's see, we got some comments. Hey, Rotonda. All right, so I want to backtrack a little bit because there's always some new faces. Every time we do this, we get a little bit of new faces. And what we started or what we ended on yesterday was the fact that a lot of people cut themselves off from having the future that they want to have because they look at this period of materializing your hopes and your dreams and the things that you want as you needing to have something before you can do what it is that you need to do and become what it is that you need to become. And until you can learn that the real way that you start to get what it is that you want in life is by becoming a person that is already that's already accomplished that becoming who you need to be here in the present. And then you start to do the things that that person would do. That is how you start to unlock the magic of the universe, the magic of God, so that you can start to have the things that it is that you need to have. So an example that I want to give to you just so you can help under, so this can help you understand what I'm talking about a little bit more is if you think that you need to have money to buy nice things, and go to nice places so that you could then be happy, you're looking at it all wrong. The way that this would look is you doing it in a way that you actually start to become a happier person and start to become more, feel more rich by looking at the little pieces of abundance that you do have in your life. And as you start to feel more happy and as you start to feel more abundant, you will start to act and show up in a way in your life that is different because you now have this different attitude from the way that you are approaching your life. And as you start to do that, then you start to have things because then you have unlocked the magic of life. And it's because you've raised your frequency or your vibration or your standard of who you are, or we can say the way that you think and the way that you believe to a standard that is more elevated and more positive than the one that you are at frequently, or excuse me, not frequently, the one that you're at right now. If you think that you need to have certain things in life, and until you can have those things in life, then you're going to be held back from becoming who it is that you want to become. You have to understand that this is a very passive approach to getting what it is that you want out of life. And um, if you learn to become the type of person that you want to be, and you simply do some of the things that these people do, you, you start to uplift everything in your life and you start to create magic in your life. So how do you do that, right? And it all goes back to mindset. It goes back to mindset first, which is what we've been talking about for what, two and almost three weeks now. And then from that mindset, adopting those habits that then what? They allow you to act. So the mindset allows you to be a different person. And then the habits allow you to do what that person does so that you can manifest or have what it is that you want to have or accomplish the goals in life. You will need to adopt a new mindset that allows you to grow into the desired version of yourself. And if you cannot do that, you're not going to have, I'm going to tell you again, you're not going to have what it is that you want or else you're going to have to work super hard for it. And even if you work super hard for it and you get it, you're only going to reach a certain level of, of vibration. You're not even going to be able to reach your full potential. 
If you want to have what you desire, you have to act in line with the type of person, not that you think that you are, but the person that you want to be. Because if you continue to act like the person that you think that you are, think about the results that you have in various areas of your life, your money, your health, your relationships. If you're not getting what you want out of life, then the key for you is to start to develop a new mindset, a new paradigm, and a new worldview that's going to start to steer you in a direction of success. Rotonda said, set your mind and keep it set. Exactly. Set your mind and keep it set. And, and we're going to talk about some things that are going to get in the way that are going to make you feel like you want to give up and make you feel like you don't want to continue to move forward. But that when you can notice that these things are going to happen because they will, it allows you to be more prepared. So when they come up again, you're not that person that you were before that would give up on yourself or think that you can't do something or start to have self-doubt and all of those frustrations keep in and start, or creep in and so then you stop. So because we are at this current level that we are now and we want to move to a new level in life, but we keep trying to move to a new level without changing our mindset, changing our attitudes, our thoughts, our beliefs, our behaviors, what ends up happening, and you all probably know this, is you end up having all of these highs and all of these lows. You get motivated, you build yourself up, you put all of this energy behind something that you know you really want and you stay motivated for a little while but then you self-sabotage yourself because those beliefs and those attitudes and those behaviors that you have at your old self start to creep and pull you back down and because that pull to be your old self is so strong you just continue to have these highs and these lows and they're always the same so what they end up even creating in your life are like set points so for instance, you may have a set point with the type of relationship that you've manifested so far, or you might have a set point with the type of level of health that you've had, or you might have a set point with the type of money that you've been able to call into your life. And whether it's money, your mental state, how you look, your health, any little goal that you want to accomplish, the biggest reason that you keep having these highs and lows and actually moving between these highs and lows, but never being able to break yourself out of this hamster wheel and this cycle of defeat and wasting your time and wasting your energy is because since you are approaching things from your old self, your old self wants you to stay exactly where you are. Unconscious beliefs are challenging. They are challenging. And Rotonda, again, I'm always going to bring this up, not because I am a coach, not because I am a mindset coach, not because I do have a successful um, system that can help you, is because for a lot of people to get out of that cycle of highs and lows, number one, they don't know what, you know, what to do. And the real, re the real way that you break out of those highs and lows is you learn to adopt a new self-identity. Simple as that. If you can do that on your own and adopt a new self-identity and not approach the new things that you want to accomplish in life from the person that you are now, you start to shift into the person that you want to be, the person that is already successful. If you can do that, it's not hard at all. Because I've done it that way where I've just made a decision 
And you know, usually for some of us, it might be an emotionally impactful decision. Some people call it rock bottom. Some people call it, I'm not gonna take this anymore. You just finally make the decision that I'm not that person anymore. I'm gonna be this new person. If you can do that, then this is gonna be as easy as the decision that you make. But for a lot of people, the reason, the number one reason why may need to invest in working with somebody with a proven system is because for a lot of people, unconscious beliefs are challenging because it is hard for people to understand that they have to shift from the identity that they currently have and the self-concept that they currently have and learn how to adopt a new one. That's all it takes. And if you could do that, this will be so easy for you. But for most of you, you're probably acting in line with your old beliefs and your old self-image. And so when you try to elevate your life, your standards, your health, your money, your relationships, whatever it is, past that point, past a certain point, your set point, then you end up self-sabotaging yourself. You might self-sabotage in little subtle ways by going back to old habits that, you know, okay, I kind of reached this goal. I'm just going to treat myself just once. It could be something as small as that. But for some of us in relationships, it could be like a trigger. You think that you're good. You think that you've adapted this new identity, but then something comes up to challenge or, um, you know, trigger you. And instead of continuing to be in that character of your highest and best self, you go back down to your set point and you start to respond from that. And so that is why you continue to work within the same highs and lows. And that's what working with people do. They, they're not there trying to take your money and they're not there as a scam because you know in your head probably what you need to do the problem for most people is that they just don't do it and they're not able to do it consistently and they're not able to do it um, in a way that is persistent. Like you keep going no matter what, no matter what comes up. And so that's where coaches can help you with that kind of stuff. And that's probably, I feel like if you, if you can do things on your own, you don't need a coach. But if you feel like you're struggling, that's how you end up wasting a lot of time in life. And you get to the next year, the next five years, the next 10 years, and you wonder why you haven't made as much progress in life as you want. It's because your old self, your old beliefs, your old self image are not allowing you to be able to move beyond the set points that you have created for yourself. And you may need help getting past those. Um, so, how are you self-sabotaging yourself? And ladies, in the Personal Mastery Membership, we're going to be talking a lot about this for the month of August. But for some of you that aren't in the membership or that aren't working with me privately, some ways that you can um, look at your life so you can start to catch yourself is you need to be de develop a, an awareness about what it is that brings you high and what in your life brings you low. These two things are very important to monitor. And that's where personal mastery, self-awareness, self-reflection all come into play. Because on a moment by moment, day by day basis, these fluctuations are gonna happen. And it's up to you to be able to be aware of your average performance so that when you start to go into the downslope, for some of us it's triggers, 
it's bad habits, it's a mindset that we all start to slip back into when we're trying to move to a next level. If you can learn to manage that, if you can learn to catch it, especially catch it before it gets all the way down to your lowest set point, then you can start to overcome these lows that you are experiencing in life. Um, a lot of it is self-reflection and that's going to be different for everybody. It could be journaling. It could be meditation. It could be, um, just, you know, every night replaying what happened in your day and thinking about what could be done differently. And when you start to identify whatever it is that brought you low to your lowest set point, you need to understand or you need to think about what you can do to start to disidentify with whatever is bringing you down to your set low point and do what is right instead. And as you start to monitor yourself closely, it's almost like you have to have the power of now, Ashley, is actually going to be a phenomenal book for this for those of you that are going to be joining in next week because being present in the current moment is important because in the present, you can see how you feel, see what you're thinking. Is it optimal to what it is that you want to achieve? And if it's not, what can you do differently in order to move in a different direction? It allows you to develop more self-control by being in the present and really having that awareness. And it allows you to keep your poise or your composure, or I'm going to say just stay in character when there are things that crop up that trigger you and make and try to pull you back into your old identity. Um, Ashley said, I haven't read the book yet, but I've always been interested in it. Yeah, I think it'll really help with this because if you can start to do that, I'm going to sh try to show you with my hands. I should have like a little light board. What will happen is, okay, so say this is your low point and this is your high point. And we all like the high, right? The high is okay. But what usually trips us up is when we start to get pulled back into our old self-image and we start to self-sabotage ourselves, And so we can't get beyond our high point until we worry about the low because you are never going to become what it is that you dream about. What you're going to become is whatever it is that are the standards that you set for yourself. You might want to watch the replay if you don't understand what I said. It's not about what you want in life. It's about the standards that you set for yourself. So as you start to monitor this low point, you can see right now the low point is here. But if you can start to catch yourself when you're going low, you might start to catch yourself consistently way up here instead of down here where you used to be. And so your low point becomes defined differently, right? This is now the lowest that you'll go when you when you do get triggered or when you do have challenges or when you do have things that get in the way from you adopting what it is that you need to be. Your low used to be here, but because now you catch it, your low is there. So what that happened, what starts to happen is you start to elevate even the low. You start to create a new low set point for yourself, a newer standard for what it is that you're willing to allow in your life and how far that you're willing to drop from your high point. And as you do that, you inherently are staying, I'm going to say staying in character, meaning staying in your best self, meaning staying in your new self image, you start to vibrate at a higher frequency because the average between here and here is higher than the average between there and there. So you average 
on a day-to-day basis, a higher frequency. And as you do that, your world changes. It responds to that higher frequency that you're showing up with in your life. And so you start to experience things that make you happier. And if you can continue to do this because you're self-monitoring, so you just create another space because you had a glow up, maybe you hit a goal, you hit a, uh, uh, you busted past the plateau, you had a moment that made you happy, but you busted through something and your high point changed. So guess what your goal is now? To continue to self-monitor and be self-aware because now you have a bigger gap right here between these two again, right? So now you have to monitor your low points and again, bring those up. What happens in the long term? These are the little shifts that you have day to day, right? But if you look at it on a graph, what's actually happening is because your low point continues to get higher and higher and higher and your high point continues to be higher and higher and higher. You're elevating your life. And how did you do it? You didn't do it by this big old fell swoop. You did it because you started to monitor your attitudes, your behaviors and how you showed up and you consistently check and adjust it, check and adjust it in order to get to the goal that you wanted to be. And this is how people become better and better and better. Um, For those of you that work in corporate and you know how we're always doing these little cycles where we check and adjust, did it work, did it not? How can we optimize for the next cycle? And you continue doing this. Your life is the same way. How can you optimize each cycle of your life so that your set points continue to get better and better and better and more efficient and more successful? And once you reach one goal, continue to go higher and higher and higher. And that's why once you get into this cycle or once certain people get into this cycle, depending on how you respond in your life. If you're a type of person that lets the lows bring you down, self-sabotage happens, then you get depressed because you let the self-sabotage get you down, and then you throw your goals out the window, then you get up, give up on yourself, and then something bad happens, and you continue to go down and down and down. You actually wonder why other people aren't experiencing life the same way that you do. Why do rich get richer? why do the poor get poor? It's usually because these set points start to spiral and you are in charge of which direction you want that to go. And if you are continuously elevating your set points, whether that be more money, more success, whatever that means for you, then you're going to continue to experience more of that because your standard that you're going to allow in your life is going to continue to elevate to where you have higher and different standards than someone else that is willing to let all of these things continue to bring them down and not only kick them down into their old self-image, but all these new and bad things that are happening to them, they allow those to be a part of their self-identity as well. Please give me hearts or comments if you understand what I'm talking about. This is very powerful. You may think that it's not, but it's going to explain a lot of why you need to really understand this to bust through barriers. You need to understand this if you're trying to um, create something different in your life, or if you're already in a level of success. Like I have clients that come to me that are already successful, but they don't want to just stay there. They want to continue to master themselves and create better. And so I have clients that will even come to me because they want to take it to the next level. There's nothing bad going on, but they want to raise that set point. Let's see. I see hearts from Ashley and Rotonda said attitude brings altitude. Correct. 
So uh, another thing that's holding us back, and this will probably be what we will stop on for today, is I talk to or I teach my clients about something called a mirror. And you probably already heard of this. We hear it mostly in relation to the other people in our life. The people that we experience in life and our relationships and stuff like that are a mirror for something that we need to be more self-reflective about when it comes to ourselves. But I want you to understand more about cause and effect. There's a reaction for every action that you take, just like there's a mirror reflecting back to you, whatever it is that you show the mirror. So if you have certain things going on in your life, or maybe you are judgmental, or maybe you don't invest in yourself, or you aren't decisive, then you may find triggers in your life where other people don't want to invest in you, or other people aren't decisive with you, or maybe other people don't love you the way that you want to be loved or you may, you know, judge yourself. These are all mirrors. So let's think about this in our own life because that's all that we can control. Another thing that you want to think about as you try to keep going when you feel frustrated is to think about what it is that you're presenting through to the mirror. So if you look at your relationships and you look at your life and you're not getting what you want, I want you to think of that as you looking in a mirror. And so then look at yourself and look at what reflection, what you, what picture you're presenting to the mirror for it to reflect. And if you want to change something in your life, just like in real life, you don't change the mirror. You don't like try to change what you see in the mirror. You have to move around. You have to change whatever it is that you're doing. And then depending on what you do, that changes what you see in the mirror. That is the same way that life works, whether you want to believe it or not. And in order for you to get what it is that you want, then what you will need to be presenting in the mirror at all times, as much as possible, as consistently as possible, is the person that you want to attract or you have to be the person that is a magnet for the things that you want. Um, and if you, you said that's so good. Yeah, it's true though. And people, I don't think we're taught that. If you want to, for some of us that are in business, if we want to attract a certain level of clients, then we are going to have to be that type of a person. Like you have to be the, you have to change yourself to change the reflection of what it is that you experience in life. So think about the results that you're getting in your life. And if you don't like them, a question that you can ask yourself is if the things that you are experiencing are an outer reflection of your own behavior. You may not be able to answer that um, easily because a lot of this stuff is really deeply ingrained. So just sit with it. If there's something you don't like about what you see in your life, think about your what the the picture that you're presenting to the mirror and what is it about yourself you could change or that could be impacting the reflection that you see. And then what you want to do to switch that around is change the behavior and become what it is that you want to attract. I I always tell my clients to think of it as not as you trying to manifest something, but as you being a magnet. So if you had to be a magnet for the type of relationship that you wanted or the type of business that you wanted or the type of money that you wanted or the type of health that you wanted, what would you have to be? Who would you have to become in order to pull those things towards you like a magnet? Not push, not change, not force, 
if you had to attract all this stuff to you, like attract like, you know, certain polarities attract each other, what would you have to become to have what it is that you want? Um, we got time for one more idea. You guys start to let me know if you have any questions or comments about what it is that I'm talking about. The last thing we will talk about is feedback loops. And I kind of already talked about it already because what's going to also help you keep going when you feel frustrated is to learn to look at your life as, um, and we talked about this a little bit yesterday, like a science experiment. A lot of you are probably scared and you have this fear of failure. But if you think about people that are doing big things in their life, um, like for instance, let's talk about these dudes that are trying to go up to find Mars or whatever. There's many iterations and failures that had to happen before they successfully were able to go into a rocket and do what it is they're, they're doing. So anytime you are doing something big like that, you're going to have failures, right? But try to shift the way that you word that. Is that truly a failure or are you gaining more data so that you can optimize and so that you can check and so that you can adjust? Nothing has to be a true failure unless you make it a true failure. If something is happening in your life and you try something and it's not going the way that you want, you have data so that you can optimize and you can check and adjust until you get it the way that you want it. That's how people that are try experimenting um, think about how we all like to catch flights and not feelings. Will we be able to get on an airplane if the first time they tried to put it up in the air, it didn't go? No, they kept optimizing, they kept checking and adjusting until they were eventually successful. So look at your life if you are experiencing frustrations and you want to give up more like, well, how can I optimize? There's something that's going on that's not working. I'm looking at this reflection in the mirror that is the world that I'm experiencing and I'm not getting what I want. So how can I go back to my self-image, my behavior, my attitude and start to check, adjust, shift and so I can optimize to gain a different experience because I've now gathered data that says that I'm not moving in the direction that I should be moving in to have what I want. It's as simple as that. Take the emotion out of it and just look at it more like a science experiment. Now, what I was trying to say is that as you start to optimize, you're going to see that there's a feedback loop, right? As you start to become more of who it is that you need to be to have what it is that you want, you're going to start to experience more positive things that happen in your life. And as you experience more positive things, you get happier, you have different beliefs, you have different feelings, and it keeps spiraling and spiraling and spiraling. And your goal is to continuously be in this positive feedback loop so that you continually check, adjust, optimize to get better and better. However, you have to understand that if you want to get off of this cycle that you may be in of not having what you want and thinking that the world is against you and thinking that you're not going to be able to be happy or be successful or have love or have money, you are creating a self-fulfilling prophecy by creating this feedback loop in which you respond negatively to the undesired results that you're getting. So if you want to shift the energy of this negative spiral, if you just happen to be in a place where you feel super stuck, stop yourself, 
think about how you can optimize yourself. And it's mainly coming back to your self-concept and your belief. And what action can you take to start to shift that feedback? So it's not a negative feedback loop. You do something differently and incorporate something that maybe you wouldn't have never done in the past, but that you're willing to do now to shift the energy. Um, I hope that that makes sense. And again, that's going to come from being conscious and catching that negativity. All right. Does anybody have any questions or concerns? Let's see. Rotonda said a magnet, like a magnet. So door. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, any questions over here on Instagram? All right. So we're going to leave it at that. We will not be here tomorrow. We're doing something new. Remember Friday, you guys went at the weekend. So we're not going to do Friday. So we'll be back here on Monday, same time, same place. We will be starting with the book study for the power of now. So if you have that book, then I want you to um, come along with me. And if you don't have the book, you won't need to. I'll pull out some of the things that I feel is important for most of the things that I think that you and my client struggle with. And we'll just go from there. The um, second thing I wanted to mention, again, there's uh, going to be a class at the end of August about protecting your energy from negativity, as well as learning how to set proper boundaries. And if you want to attend that class, you can either send me a private message or you can text the word MASS3 to 833-231-4407, and it'll send you the link to your phone to sign up for class. And again, for those of you that want to learn how to become more powerful in your life so that you can have the experiences that you want to have or maybe have more self-confidence, crush your goals, um, not get in the way of um, you know moving up in life. If you want help with that, then I am taking private clients. And so you can either check the link in my Instagram bio for that, or you can also look wherever this video is, there's a little description of the video and you can click that link or you can reach out to me and we could just book a 20 minute call. It's not a sales call. I'm not selling you. If it's a good fit for you, it's a good fit. And if it's not, it's not. But if you want help and you want to stop with your set points and you want to get help trying to bust through those things, like Ratana mentioned, that could be kind of difficult for you to do on your own, then you may want to stop wasting your time and energy so we can get Get, get life going. All right. I will talk to you guys later. <laughs> Bye. You guys have a great weekend as well. Bye.